you are the podcast master. Way up north to Alaska. We I, go north. I don't think it says way. On. Yes, it does. I don't. No, I don't think That's it does. That's the jam. No, <laughs> did you say that's the jam? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, you're like ninety to years Alaska. old. We go north. Yeah, okay, the you just you just sang on. it without saying way. Because that, like, when when I'm singing the way up north, that's like the background singers. You I don't know? think so. Yeah, it is. Google I don't think it. they had background singers whenever that song was. Yes. Do you even know who sings it? Of course. Who? Really? Name that tune. Don't Google it. Don't really? you Google it, Matthew? Hey, what do you think of our uh, our new little setup here? I dig it. We might uh, maybe we just turn this into the podcast studio. No? Okay, cool. Good talk. Um anyway. <laughs> You're Googling to find out who sings that song. No, I'm 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 actually not. Yeah, you are. Johnny Horton. Um just for the record. But anyways, um no, I, I actually do kind of like this setup. The only issue that we're gonna have during this podcast is we decided to just cruise into the dog room. Yeah. And if you've watched any of our Instagram lives, you know that uh, we built a room onto the house specifically for the dogs and which I just really, realized that one of the dog pictures fell down and, and we need to fix that. I was just going to say <laughs> really the only thing that the dogs use this for is to go outside like yeah. the dog door. It's like their little, um, what's it called? Yeah. I don't know what you, I can't read your mind. You know, like a little section like in between doors. Vestibule? Like just like a walkway? Is vestibule a thing? I, I, why are you trying to use big words? <laughs> Go um, Google so, that too. So, anyways, wait, wait, up. wait, wait. If you hear any guesses on what that was, uh, are you talking to me? No, I'm talking because to I'm the, the only person that can respond to you right now. <laughs> I'm talking to the listeners, but they can't talk back. But maybe they. And by the time they hear this, it's probably going to be like 24 hours from now, anyway. <laughs> it's so a Coke Zero. Why are, it's why are so you asking good. questions? Like, okay, go ahead. Um, no, I was just going <laughs> to say the uh, the biggest issue we might have because we haven't been home in what feels like forever. So we are just at home doing this podcast. We are in the dog room, and you do have a 127 pound Doberman trying to crawl in your lap right now. I just- and I say that number specifically. Because he's lost weight. Yeah, he has. Like, just a couple pounds. But you can notice, like, when we got back from Vegas, he was like a different dog. So much more energy. They're they're like humans. And leaner. Yeah, he... uh, because we put our dog on some thyroid medicine, believe it or not. Man, this is the most boring podcast ever in the history of podcasts. What's We're up, everybody? Talking about our dogs. Hey, uh, okay, I know how we can make it a whole lot better. You know what the world needs right now? The world needs Jesus. Amen. I mean, you know, I'm, just, I'm really surprised you didn't cut me off. Well, I, that's, I could a, that's go all on. we're going to talk about, that. Uh I, I, I want to find somebody that'll just sit down and talk like hardcore politics and we'll solve the world's problems. Because I could do it. You spent the weekend with the South Dakota governor. I know. Who but, else would you want well, to talk politics with? I know, but it's it's an awkward ask to get some, you know, I don't know. It's just weird because well, I feel like there's a million people trying to get certain people on their podcast and everything. And I don't want to be that guy. I always feel bad. Like Why? I, just, why? I why don't do you know. feel bad? Why is your dog trying to use the microphone? They can't hear it. Um, I don't know. I just, I hate bothering people. I've always been that way. 
I know. And even this podcast, like I, I just, I hate bothering people. Wait, who are you bothering right now? Any, no, I'm, I didn't mean this episode. I meant oh. just like with the podcast in general. I hate, uh, I hate bothering people. You know what else I hate? I hate ticks. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. We get home and now all of a sudden we're finding ticks on our dogs and having to pull them off. I'm just glad it's not me this time. I would that just was like to note that I have found ticks on you. Yep. Burris. Yep. Bagheera. Yep. Gypsy. Yeah. Which never is the on horse. never on me. So both dogs, me and the horse. Yeah. You better knock on wood. Cause now all of a sudden you're gonna you're gonna find them all over you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean I feel like we really had a turning point in our relationship that has to do with ticks. When I pulled the tick out of your butt. Well, I don't know that I would say <laughs> out of my butt. And I don't know that I was really just gonna dive into the story, but hell, why not? <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> It was not in <laughs> said part of my anatomy. It was it was more did, you can't say your butt. Well, it was more on like it was in the butt cheek crease. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I would have said more like hamstring. Okay. Uh but yeah, right there underneath the glute. Okay. I've been doing squats. It was so now it's a little bit more shaded cheek. instead of just a closed garage oh my door. Gosh. It's more of an awning. Okay. Been building the booty. Yeah, you have. Um I hate doing legs. But anyways, I do. I think that <laughs> that might be the moment that I knew she was the one. Wait, that's the moment? Well, it's one of the moments. Okay. I mean, I already lived here with all my creatures and everything, and that was the moment you decided? Well, I mean, you could have moved out. Like, they were settled. I still but- can. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Um, I'm kidding, but kind of. Kind of, kind of not. No, but, I mean, nobody just... Pulls a tick out of somebody else's ass. Well, you go, like just some is this random a blood person. blister or a tick? And I was like half asleep. And I'm like, it's a blood blister. But, okay, there ain't ticks where, well, there's ticks in Colorado, but not you like. Say, there ain't ticks where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, but not like yeah, this. Come, like, I've, my dogs have never had ticks before. Gypsies never had ticks really? before, ever. Like, it's, it's not it a too thing cold, there. I guess. I, I don't think know. so. Yeah. And so. That's like a relatively new thing with us. And so I was like half asleep and you come in with that and like you walk, you like back up to me and I'm like laying in bed and you. This sounds so bad. And you pull your jonies up and you're like, is this this a dick or a blood blister? And I'm like half asleep and I was like, it's a blood blister. And then like, I really like kind of really looked and I was like, Oh, it's a tick. And then I was like all over. And honestly, that was like your first tick experience here at the house. Cause man, that dog really wants to talk on the microphone. Um, yeah, that was, that was the first real like tick experience you had here. I was like, what do I do? And it was on my ass. Yeah. So I plucked it with tweezers and then lit it on fire. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's weird because ticks always find a, a way to random places. What, what, like, why, why are there ticks? I don't understand. There's that. a lot of things that I'm like, why did God create this? Like Joe like, Biden. Oh, oh no, no. Not where you were not, going? No, I was oh. going with mosquitoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Those two. <laughs> okay. Those two. <laughs> mosquitoes, skunks, ticks. Snakes. I hate snakes. 
Those, but those are like they eat rodents. We had a snake. So there's like the a purpose. Oh, we we haven't uh, we haven't done I haven't done a podcast with you and I was trying to think of the last time we did one like we have to recap the whole like yeah. getting ready for Vegas being in Vegas for a month and that's why I wanted to do this with you I wanted to sit down because like there has been so much happening in the last couple of months and and you and I really haven't sat down and and discussed a lot of things in this format obviously you know we were doing the Instagram lives. Every night, just oh, about. Yeah, I forgot we about haven't that. done that in a long time. I, it's it's weird because when this whole coronavirus pandemic started, we were just looking for ways to interact with other humans. Yeah, and so we were going to Instagram Live every night, and then just to try to stay connected with PBR fans and and our people. And all of a sudden everybody was doing it. Well, I mean, yeah, that was really the only way to like get out there. You know, they were doing free concerts, free, you know, which has been just, awesome. By yeah. The way. Which is amazing. And so it was hard because everyone wanted to do with Instagram live in the evenings. And so people were having to pick and choose which to watch and things like that. And then you went back to work. So, yeah. Um, which is a whole nother set of stories we'll get to in a little bit. We'll talk about the whole getting back to work, all the the highs, lows. We had a bunch of questions that were asked, people wanting to know a little bit about um, some of the protocol and different things like that and just the experience as a whole. But side note, I kind of want to start going live again, maybe once a week or whatever. Okay. And like, well, When do you think would be a good time? I don't know. Um but I do know this. I, I kind of dig this as maybe the new podcast studio. I kind of like this setup. We'll, instead of trying to build out the studio like we've been talking about, we do that. But I, I kind of like just maybe we'll just start going, you know, live from the, the dog room. I got to do more decorating. Yeah, you're going to have to spice this place up a little bit. But lobby, no, I do like lobby here I come. You hear the dogs barking. Uh, it's so funny because if the male is in like my recliner, or on the bed or in bed. any spot that the female Bagheera wants, she fakes a bad guy. Yeah. And she runs outside and barks really quickly, like really mean. So Burris will get up and run outside and then she runs in and steals his spot and he falls for it every time. And he falls for it multiple times like, every night. Yes. Like he it's a thing. He thinks that there's a bad guy coming every hour on the hour. Yeah. It just worked right now because she was all up in our space or he was. And she got him out of the house right yeah. now. Here he comes. It's ridiculous. And he never knows any better. <laughs> nope. He never knows any better. Poor boo. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of all the people that are okay with the government shutting everything down. See what you, I like what you did there. You kind of tied it. Like, like no matter how many, you know, big false, like how many times the boy cries wolf always gets them. Every time that she goes out, runs outside, and starts barking, he follows her right out there and believes it. Just like all these people are continuing to think it's okay to shut down the economy and shut down businesses. Sorry, I'm going to say this. I think it's absolute crap that they're shutting down churches, uh, gyms, small businesses, anything inside. I think it's crap that they're shutting down restaurants, bars, all that stuff but it's okay to protest. Sorry, that was my rant. I'm done. Promise? So anyways. <laughs> um, but I promise you, I'm not the one to do a political podcast with you. So I know. I know. 
Um, <laughs> politics, though, we did get to hang with the governor in South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, spend quite a bit of time with her, her husband, amazing people. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Let's go back. And um, I guess we should start the beginning of Vegas and the idea, because we really well, haven't thought, we haven't talked a lot about even leading up to Vegas. Did you, you didn't go live from Guthrie, did you? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Oh, well, we, we did you, you podcast did, at yeah. Guthrie, though, and we Craig, talked about all the protocol Kate, there. Okay. Yeah, they set up RVs for us in Guthrie. We did the, you know, close to the public, made for TV specials there in Guthrie, Oklahoma, at the Lazy E. Went through all the protocol. That's where we first started getting the COVID tests. Yes. And those were the first experiences with getting a giant Q-tip shoved up into our nasal slash brainal cavity, I feel like. <laughs> Which... Honestly, I didn't think the first few tests were that bad. I hated them from the beginning because they were painful. Then when we got to Vegas, Mm -hmm. or we planned Vegas, they told Mm -hmm. us we were going to be in Vegas for four straight weekends. And so we decided that it made more sense to stay in Vegas than it did to try to navigate flights and travel back and forth and and just the expense and headache of all that. We would move to Vegas for a month. And I've got to say that might have been the most stressful time period I've had in years. Which is so crazy to me because like, it's funny how different we are when we stress, like Mm -hmm. what we stress about because you stress about stuff like that. And I I was just like, obviously I was just trying to kind of logistically plan it in my head of how I was going to leave for a month with the dogs and the horse and the kittens and things like that. But I was like, you know, it's fine. No big deal. But you were like stressing I didn't want to leave the dogs. And we briefly mm-hmm. thought about taking them. Yeah. I'm, and I'm really glad we didn't because they <laughs> never would have survived. The- well, I mean, we just didn't. There's things that you don't think about. Like I remember when the day we rolled into Vegas before we went on lockdown, we went to Walmart to get like a case of water and granola bars and things like that to like mm-hmm. live on in our hotel room. And... Like, I remember we talked about it and I was like, what would we do if we had the dogs? A, we couldn't leave them in the car. It's too hot. B, we can't take them, obviously, in Walmart or anything like that. And like, you don't think about how hot it is on the ground for their feet, how, you know, just all these, like all the things that you don't ever think about. And then it's like, oh, I'm so glad we didn't take them. Like, I know they were stressed and they missed us, but I would rather them be stressed and miss us at home in like a comfortable familiar environment then take them to vegas not know the situation they don't have a yard and i can't imagine taking these brats out 47 times a day to go find a potty place right and do all that have them in a hotel room like because we didn't know that was part of the deal i was going only because I was going to help. And so we didn't know the schedules. We didn't know how busy we were going to be. We didn't know any of that. And so we just chose to leave them at home. And roommate Dave took care of them. Yes. Did, roommate Dave, were the dogs good? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, the dogs were he good. He says they're good. He, they brought him a birthday present. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't remember if we talked about this on social media or not, but I get a random text message from roommate Dave one day and it's it's a picture and it's a picture of like a little circle in what i can tell is not our living room not our main living room but kind of the the side living area i guess there's a little spot where the dogs just kind of chill mm-hmm. um there's a couch and 
like a trophy case. And it's just kind of like a, would you call it like a secondary living room? I don't know. Like the extension, yes. it's an extension of the living room, yeah. I guess you would say. Um, so I call roommate Dave and I'm like, is that what I think it is? And Burris, the male, had brought in a present. Yeah. He said, happy birthday, Uncle Dave. Yeah. And I brought uh, you a turtle. A turtle. Yeah. <laughs> brought your very own turtle that you can share with us. So to to kind of break it down, Burris goes outside, finds a turtle, puts a turtle in his mouth, and safely carries turtle up the stairs, onto the deck, through the dog door, through the dog room, past the kitchen, into the living room, and drops the turtle neatly on the living room floor. Just to like hang out. Like they were probably like, oh, let's bring in a friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, didn't chew on it. Didn't no. hurt the, it. Yeah, didn't the harm turtle was alive way. and well. Just brought it in, set it down on the floor, and then just kind of like laid down yeah. beside it from what I understand. They were hanging out. So Dave, being the intellectual giant that he is, grabbed said turtle, walked it back outside, and placed it neatly back in the backyard. And then Burris was like, what the heck? I brought you a present, and you took it back outside. You must have forgotten it out there. Let me go get it again and bring it back inside. Which roommate Dave kind of made an ignorant move there yeah he like took it right back outside yeah and put it, like put it on the other side of the fence or put it in the front yard somewhere where they can't get it but yeah so burris went and got it again and brought it back in which is funny because we have this huge chain link fence around the entire like, yeah i have no idea property. how that turtle got in the backyard yeah, in the first I, place I, me like <laughs> me neither. and it's not a little turtle like it was a it was like the size of a like a like a saucer yeah like it wasn't a little turtle. Like it, it wasn't gonna fit through a chain link fence, but it was also not giant either. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> God. I hope. Oh, she started growling, and he ran right just outside. ran right by her on his way outside <laughs> to check for the boogeyman. <sighs> um, talking about that chain link fence. That chain link fence. It's like we've got a, a decent sized little yard here and a little property here, but. I call roommate Dave one day, him and his brother own a fence company, and I said, hey, by the way, uh, there's going to be two dogs at the place. You've got a week to put up chain link fence, and I don't know how many feet, but there's there's a lot of uh, pretty tall fence around the property now. But So I, I don't really know why I told that story other than just to kind of brag on roommate Dave for getting the job done since he screwed up with the turtle. Well, in roommate Dave's defense... I feel like you were kind of waiting on like putting the fence in to see if I was really coming. Yeah. And then it was like, to make oh, sure I didn't change hell, my mind. She's going to be here in like three days. I need a fence. <laughs> Cause you were like, uh, it was one of those like close calls. Like, is it going to be done by the time? And then when I moved here, we immediately went to Vegas for finals, and so the dogs stayed in Colorado PBR finals. for a little while. Did we bring so them we, back before, or we brought them back after, after the NFR? Yeah, because I knew we'd be gone, and so it was just best to, I didn't want to bring them to Oklahoma, to a state they've never been to, to a house they've never been to, and then leave them for like three weeks. Which now a lot of people's talking about, they might not even have the national finals rodeo. I, I find it hard to believe. I mean, I think this, I think the problem, I don't think it'll be like closed because of this, like pandemic stuff. Right. I think it. it's, they're going to have to get creative or figure out how they're going to get the points and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. 
I think that's the because part. Because they shut down a lot of rodeos. Yeah. You know, so it's like, how are people going to get to the NFR? Right. How, how do you qualify? Right. How do you have a, a shortened season? Which, you know, in my opinion, did my voice just crack like a 12-year-old boy? I mean... Um, in my opinion, I look at it as the show must go on. If the ro- regular season stops right now, the people that are in the top 15 are the ones that go to the national finals rodeo. If the PBR doesn't have another event and we can still salvage a PBR finals to me, it's the top 35 guys right now. And, and I, I just think that it's one of those things you'd look back in the history of, you know, in the future. And it's one of those that you talk about, you know, it has an asterisk by it, but, I don't think you rob people of their chance. Sage Kimsey, for instance, mm-hmm. he's chasing history. I don't want to see him get robbed of an opportunity to put another PRCA title on his resume. Right. Um, talk about the PBR world. Jose Vitor Lemmy is having a season out of this world. I don't want to see him get robbed out of winning and a world like, title. And like, on top of that, nicest guy. Oh my gosh. Like such a nice guy and just like he's just he's a good dude. I saw him interact with some fans this weekend that you know as much as he could being not right. able to He wants to. And it was just even though you know he was busy, he had things going on, he still makes that time and and I'm not saying in the other guys don't, but he just there's just something about him. He's amazing. I've, I've never seen Jose Ever where I didn't think, man, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it literally pops into my head. I think every time I see the kid, he works hard. He's very personable. He's very humble. Very smart. Very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know we weren't really planning on talking like bull riding specifics, but uh, man, if if the rest of the world had half the work ethic he has, mm-hmm. holy cow. How great would things be? And, and just the the manners and oh, yeah. it's, I don't know. Like I, I think I think there's a lot of people in the world that could learn from watching that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a kid right now and you want to be a bull rider, watch the way Jose Vitor Lemmy handles himself, not just in the arena, but all the way around. His English is is awesome. Yeah. All things considered, I think he he speaks better English than a lot of the American guys. Well, and he does full interviews by himself. You know, I mean, he's just he's just. It's important to him, and And, that's cool. And even when he things don't go his way, and he's frustrated or whatever, he's still very respectful and and you know appropriate and things like that. So good dude. Um, I had a lot of people kind of hit me up on social media because I was bragging on. They were like, "Man, you know." you're so high on Andrew Alvidrez. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's the basis. That's what started this whole podcast was the fact that I would get so, mm, I guess you could say just like I was so high on certain guys. Mm-hmm. And I knew guys, their personalities, who they were, how they were behind the scenes. And I wanted the rest of the world to see that. And Andrew's one of those guys. Like Andrew's one of the most driven human beings I've met maybe in my entire life. 
Yeah, and like you say that, so I'm getting a little glimpse of that because, and we can like touch on it later. Because go into he and it I now. get into these crazy well, no. motivational <laughs> talks, like no. every time we're yes. around each other, yes, and you just look at us like, what no. I mean, I think it's awesome. I think you should have people like that around you. But I'm seeing your side of things now because I am like seeing these guys a little bit behind the scenes. You, so you're I'm more engaged. Seeing that they like who they are as people mm-hmm. and it's like dang i wish everyone could see these guys like this yeah. and know these guys like this because it's it's awesome like you know i want andrew to write everything little austin richardson Ugh, um, kid. He, i mean i say kid I, I mean he's just yeah he's awesome he's good, he's yeah. my favorite he's a good kid like he's such a cool little kid and i keep saying little kid he's I know. 18 19 20 years old right um which to us is he's a kid, but I just want to see guys like that that want this, that try as hard as they do. That I just want to see. I want to see everybody succeed. I really do. Um, maybe that's a, a fault of mine is I do want everybody to, to succeed so bad. Well, I mean, I want to see them. You know, I, I cheer for every ride. I, you know, I want them to ride and then it's up to them what they do with it. You know, you want to see them succeed, but then it's like, okay, are you going to keep working? Are you going to settle with that one right. success or are you going to keep pushing yourself and grow? And that's the fun part. But you have to be willing. You have to be willing to put the work in. You have to be willing to, to do things you're not always comfortable with. You okay? Speaking of not being comfortable. Well, I felt like earlier tonight when I was taking pictures outside, I hung a shirt on the tree. And when I picked it up, I realized that like the tree was covered in ants. Oh, great. And I put it back on. (laughs) So, Do you have any idea how hillbilly you just sounded there, Ellie No. So this is the problem. I don't know... Oklahoma, like bugs and creatures and <laughs> critters and things like that. So I don't know if they're good or bad. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm come, you know, I know Colorado. So, like, for instance, the snake situation, I did not know that that was not a poisonous snake or it I would have never matter. called you. It does not matter. And I would have just I handled it myself. We no. learned that. We learned that I will handle the snakes. I will unload every bullet he I did, have. And he did not hit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. In my defense, I grabbed a firearm, which I had not fired yet. And <laughs> y'all, I, was- I have pictures. <laughs> I have pictures of him in his mug boots with his AR <laughs> lighting up. I had never even I had never even fired a round through that, I don't think. Until I, I went it? on the great snake hunt of 2020. <laughs> how was it? Um, I'm pretty sure it was shooting a little low every time. I didn't want to shoot high because then I'd put yeah, because you were in the shooting house. into like towards the house. It, this was like the worst, y'all. This I'm, was the I'm worst. Pretty confident in my shooting skills. Um, it okay. was just a new firearm. Okay, uh, we got to get it dialed in. I guess <laughs> you better spend some time on that. I will. Okay. Um. But so I don't know Oklahoma like stuff yet. I'm learning. I don't know what's poisonous, what's not, what I shouldn't mess with, what I should, because I think you're finding out that I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty and, you know, pull over and move every turtle I find in the road out of it and pick up creatures and critters and stuff like that. Okay. Two things we need to address. One, 
All snakes should be considered poisonous. Period. End of story. All snakes. Why? Because they're the most hideous, heinous creatures ever. They serve a purpose. That target okay. practice. No, well, yeah, well, you need practice. Um, that snake was what? Did the, what is it? What kind of snake was it? I don't. I don't have any idea. Yes, Just a black snake or something. Yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah. Th- whatever. Just a I mean, regular snake. And they're not poisonous. They keep like that's mice. That's what they say. Mice and critters away. I don't Obviously, think that's true. They're scary. I've seen mice and critters. Where? I don't know. Just around. They um, look at me and scary because they're not small. And they're all black. And like a dull like black. And... I was, I pulled up. This is what happened. We were leaving for Vegas. I don't know even, I don't even know. Leading up to Vegas. I'm glad you tell stories like I do. We start <laughs> like one and then going we. Going all over the place. Okay. We were leading up to Vegas and it was just every single day it was something like something would happen and we wouldn't get packed or something would happen and we couldn't get anything done. And it was like we were down to the wire, you know, procrastination at its finest. And. I, Matt was at the gym. I came home to like finish a load of laundry or something and start packing. And I pull up in the driveway and I see, and I, I looked in the backyard and I was like, dang, I don't remember a big old pipe laying in the backyard. And it was like five, six feet long. And I was like, did the dogs drag something out? And I was like, what in the world? And so I looked closer and it was a snake. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and then I was like, oh, it's fine. Cause it was going the other way. So I was like, oh, it's fine. And I came in the house. And when I came into the backyard, it had turned around and started coming up the stairs, Ugh. up the stairs to the back deck. And all I could see was like in my head, I was like, that thing is going to come up the stairs, come through the dog door and Matt's going to light the house on fire. And so I, I <laughs> so I called Matt and I was like, Hey, there's a giant snake coming up the stairs. And I like, I don't even think I got that much out. And he was like, I'm on my way. Lock the doors. Like freaking out. And I was well, like, I didn't oh, know Lord. how you would react. We, I mean, you got to remember we're still somewhat, there's areas in life where we're still learning how each other handles things. Yeah. We learned. Yeah. So you came home, loaded. Yeah, don't call me next time. Loaded the first thing gun you could find, started blasting off rounds and missed. And then we were like, "Hey, no more shooting because it's literally next to the house." I will figure. I was like, "I'll handle this. Just stop." And it was hiding, like it was kind of hiding. And then it crawled into the air conditioning unit. Yeah, and that was a nightmare because then we had to take it apart. And, and then after what felt like hours of waiting, it finally slowed their. No, hole. you were like, "Let's wait it out." And I was like, I have things to do today. And, oh, and this is this is the day before we leave. Yes, to, I was like, go I, to there Vegas ain't no waiting month. out. I've got to go. So I just kept like, I had a shovel or something and I kept messing with it. And it finally poked its head out of like the little hole where like the pipe comes through. And I chopped its head off with a pair of loppers. Um, hypothetically... <laughs> We're not going to say that the snake didn't live. Uh, we we don't know what happened. I don't know. I just didn't want to like confess to like. 
you would you just confessed to emptying your rifle but into you said I didn't hit it so no 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 into the house in an attempt to kill this snake but you don't want to you don't want me to tell the world that I chopped its head off with the loppers you were a cop you should know there's a difference in attempted murder and murder <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> I d- I mean I could I would have been fine. Like once I found out what kind of snake it was, I was like, why didn't we just let it go? Like we spent three hours on this ordeal. Anyways. So we got packed and we actually drove to Vegas, which everybody's, everybody thinks we're crazy because we'll drive to all these places. But, um, it was great. It was a great little road trip. We got out there. It was um, a strange road trip because we were still in the middle of. Okay, great. What? I'm sitting here talking about how great it was. Oh, and you're no, like, no, no. It was strange. great, like, because uh, we were together and stuff. But, like, we also, there were towns that we were, right. weren't going to stop in. Mm-hmm. We couldn't stop in. There were protests shutting down yeah. major highways and things like that. And so we had to be very strategic about our traveling. We did not run into any issues, except for when we were, like, I don't know, an hour outside of Vegas. The traffic was stopped for almost two hours and it was a semi that was hauling cars that caught on fire and all of the cars and the semi burnt. I'd never seen something like that. Like the semi and every car on the trailer. So there's what, probably six, eight cars. Yeah. Um, that were obviously expensive, like nice cars and like brand new Lexus just completely destroyed. And then it started a wildfire. So that was a little hang up. But other than that, and uh, as far as we know, there was no ambulance or anything like that. So I think it was just like a engine overheated and the truck burnt. I don't think anyone got hurt. Our hope. Yeah. So, but other than that, keep driving. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it was a good drive. Yeah. Um, we, so, to back up just a little bit, in Guthrie, they had kind of um, recruited you to help with like the catering because that's one of the cool things is like they've catered all the meals um, during these events. And so yeah. they kind of recruited you to help out with that a little bit, which is awesome because uh, more incentive for us to be there together, uh, which has been really the important thing for us during this entire pandemic is just, you know, use this time to do as much as we can together. And there was times where we thought, okay, I was going to have to leave and you know, we'd be separated one night away from each other. Yeah, Since you moved here, we've, we've spent one night apart, which, you know, felt crazy. It was like, I don't know. It was just weird, but it was weird anyways. So that helped. So they asked you to do the same thing when we got to Vegas. So we were both going to Vegas for a month. We pack up, we drive out there, we get there. Uh, obviously we go get all the essential things that we need. Um, throw them in the car, get them to the hotel. We we were talking about it on the way to Vegas. I'm like, I feel like we packed less to move to Vegas for a month than we packed when we went to the finals for two weeks. Yeah. No, I think that's exactly right. It's, and then it like was just, and I think most, a lot of it was me. Well, I just felt like, you know, every girl when they pack, you know, like, oh, I've never worn this bikini, but I might wear it here in November, so I'm going to bring it. Or I haven't worn this pair of jeans in three years, but I might wear it in Vegas, so I'm going to bring them. And next thing you know, you have like 14 suitcases and you've taken every article Which of clothing. Which is funny you bring up swimwear because I'm the one that usually packs like uh, a couple pairs of trunks and they're pretty standard just black 
That's and boring. I know, but so I pack my trunks <laughs> and then don't even use them. I end up getting a different pair while we're in Vegas that you decided I needed that are not black and boring. They are bright yellow and have, was a cactus on them? Yes. And, and short. So anyways, um, <laughs> we get to Vegas. Cool thing about Vegas is like we get tested, we quarantine, and then we go to work. We stay in a bubble. It's not like we're running through the casino or, or we doing those. We weren't allowed in the casino. Yeah, we weren't allowed really anywhere other than our floor. So we had two floors of the casino or the hotel just designated for PBR people. And then we took back entrances and back kind of hallways to the arena, which was closed to everybody except our people Mm -hmm. um, for like the most unique PBR format ever. Yeah. What do you think of the team challenge? Um, I liked it on the sense of it brought a lot of guys in that wouldn't have been there if it weren't for the team challenge and it brought them together like even not just their own teams but you know it's not just a it's all about me anymore so you saw that and you saw relationships being built and stuff like that as far as like the team part goes I honestly couldn't follow it until like two or three nights in. And then I started under, like I started kind of wrapping my head around it. Um, and then it was, you know, then I liked it. I liked, you know, it's, it's fun to pick a team and do that sort of deal, but things happened and teammates started getting switched out. Then it got confusing again. And then that's, that's the one thing I didn't (laughs) like. And I wish that it would have been, here's your team. If injuries happen or whatever, like there, there's not, there shouldn't be trades. There shouldn't be call ups or anything like that. It's, you know, it's a short season. So it's like, here's the guys you selected the guys. If positive tests or injuries occur, then you take the guys that are in that spot to fill it up. And that's your team. Right. Um, there were some some changes being made here and there, but you know I think that a lot of it is learning process. And right. It was the first time it happened, and I know it was like I don't want to say thrown together quick because I know it took a lot of planning and right. stuff like that. But in the sense, it was developed quickly because they felt like they needed to, and so it wasn't exactly how they wanted it, and exactly you know it, moving forward if they ever did it again, it I don't think it would be like this. Yeah. Um, well, and Sean and I talked, and I'm going to get Sean on the podcast, and this is something that's been kind of in conversations, this whole team concept in the past, and it was a perfect time to get it out there, get it exposure and try it, and I think it was fun. It gave, for me personally, it gave us not only a chance to work, which a lot of people are are worried about and concerned with right now, but it gave us... A whole lot of positive. It gave us sports to just shut our brain off and just watch live sports and for a change. Yeah, and it's a, an amazing sport too. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I absolutely enjoyed it. The month in Vegas that you were dreading for so long and so it stressed about, 
it literally flew by. So just to kind of give everybody, you know, a little indication of how it worked. We got there, we tested, we quarantined the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning, which we started the events at like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, like bucking bulls at 8 right. o'clock in the morning. Just so that it could line up with the live television spot on CBS, which I think was awesome exposure for the sport in the industry. Um, but by noon on Sunday, we were done. And we were free to do whatever we wanted Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Came back through, started testing again on Thursday ish. Um, so we went and joined a gym. We joined a lift factory in Vegas, which is a place that I had worked out a couple of times. And I knew like a lot of big time bodybuilders go there during Mr. Olympia and stuff, but we wanted something that would be some sort of normalcy or consistency for us. And so that I think helped the trip go by. And I think that that's something a lot of people are missing just in life is a sense of consistency. You know, a lot of people get up and they'll do like an hour of cardio in the morning or they'll get up and, you know, have a certain breakfast or there's something that I think we all should find, maybe not in our daily routine, but definitely in our four to five days a week, other than just go to work and go to the office. I think that you should find something if it's taking 30 minutes and reading or if it's taking... 30 minutes and just shutting your phone off. But I think you got to find something that you can vibe with and something that, you know, is, is just consistent in your days. What's yours? The gym. Uh, the I mean, the gym is as crazy as it sounds, and, and it's not always the case when we're at home, but certainly when we're on the road, the gym is my sanity. That's what I do for me. That's where I can just kind of shut the phone off, put on a podcast, and work out and focus on just, I don't know, nothing really. Would you say that you are more of a, like you can go any time of the day as long as you get it done or you have to do it like. Uh, I can go anytime. Like uh, other than 5 (laughs) a.m. Like you do. See, like, I mean, I think I'm a very structured person. Like, I like my structure. No, I never said I'm structured. (laughs) I just said that there needs to be something in your life that's consistent. Right. Um, That's what I mean. Like, there's different levels of consistency. And, like, yours is just, as long as you get a workout in, you're good. Life's a shit show. I, oh, (laughs) well, I mean, Like, that's what you're you're getting at. No, I'm, it's not a shit show. Maybe my life's not a shit show. My brain is a scattered up mess. I, it's just, it's funny how similar we are, but how different we are. Like, I'm a very structured, I, no, I like, I like plans. I like schedules. I like to know everything. I like to, you know, like if, if we're going somewhere, I have questions, like all this stuff. And you're very like a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy. And so like, that's the kind of stuff where we butt heads a little bit sometimes because you're like, I don't know, let's just do this. And I'm like, but what about this and this and this? And you're like, and so I'm learning but my consistency is no matter what, I get up at like five five thirty in the morning and go to to the gym. Your dog is whining like I, crazy. I hear him. Um, Wait, why is he my dog when he's annoying? Well, because when they're whiny or they want something, they they're your dogs. Um, I but it's funny because all the people that I work with will tell you the same thing that 
Matt is very much, I just said, I just talked about myself in third person, um, that I'm very much a, ah, we'll figure it out when we get to it. Like even in live broadcasts, if somebody has questions or we start talking, what are we going to do here? My answer is always, yeah, we'll figure it out. I just, I feel like I perform better under the pressure of not having a safety net. And I mean, I think, and you do well like that, but I, and I'm like, I'm quick on the cuff like that too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like decision-making and things like that. I'm, I'm really good at that. But at the same time, I also like to know I'm a planner, a header. Well, I think it's a positive trait for me, but I also think it's a fault because like case in point, this podcast, these podcasts, <laughs> not just, not just this episode, but Sorry, every episode y'all. of this podcast. I, okay. So as long as you've been around now, have you ever seen me structure a podcast? No, no I sat down and we just start talking. Yeah. And, and that's how every episode has been. And then I get mad at myself sometimes because I'm like, man, I really wanted to talk about this or I wanted to ask so-and-so this question. Um, but I'm not super hard on myself because that's just the way I like to do it. I like to just shoot from the hip and let things be real. Um, so a lot of times, like when I'm doing a broadcast or if I'm announcing, my reactions are real. The The things I say are very much real. If I tell you, man, I really like this kid because of his work ethic or man, I can't really get by this guy's mustache. I mean, that's really what's coming out of my brain. And so, I don't know. I guess it's the old what you see is what you get. I like it. Most of the time. Not all the time. No. You don't. So, Vegas for a month. Um, <laughs> We're never going to get through this it's, story. It's okay. We're getting ready <laughs> We're to get the sped up Vegas. version. But... Every week we were in Vegas, we got tested. So we would go out, we would do our own thing for a few days, be able to... And by do our own thing, we literally (laughs) would go out into the desert Uh where no one was around and hike. And this is... Which was amazing. I I finally convinced Matt to go to the desert to watch the sunrise. Mm -hmm. And I like spun it as it won't be so hot, it'll be cooler... And he went one time and got hooked. And was yeah. like, this is amazing. We have and then I was day. getting you up at 4 o'clock yeah. in the morning. There were mornings go. where I'm like, oh, seriously? Um, okay. Yeah, so it was crazy. We would go watch the sunrise and the sunset. We would hike. We would go to the gym, eat. You know, we just got into a solid it's routine. It's funny because like we, we lived at the South Point for mm-hmm. 30 days. Mm-hmm. And... I don't even think we were in the casino once. Well, we walked through it to go to the ice cream place. Yeah. Like That's once. it. That's it. We that, didn't even go it. in the casino. My grandma, my, my sweet grandma, she, she said on one of your off days, if you have a, if you find a nickel slot machine, drop Aww. a nickel in for me and, you know, bring me back my winnings. And so when I called her, when we got home, she saw how much did I win? And I was like, honestly, we didn't even go in the casino. Yeah. We like we just didn't. I don't want I don't want the South Point to know that. Oh, sorry, Ryan. They already know. Okay, um, <laughs> we'll make up for it. I promise. I promise we'll you, we it. made for up for it at the Coronado. Yeah, we'll. Y'all we'll got your money's worth in Chinese Vegas. food. Um. Okay, so we get through Vegas. Coolest part of what was what was the highlight of Vegas? Outside of the PBR. Um. I would say like our hikes in the desert and stuff like that, and. I already know yours, so I'll let you. I'll, <laughs> do you really? I'll, yeah. What do you think it is? 
What? C and J at the Live Factory. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! You can't even keep a straight face. Look, I'm still one of the. You have been okay. holding that picture in your pocket. It's burning a hole. So it's I. People that really know me, like people that really know me, know that I'm still very much um, a small town kid from middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, that never thought really I'd see big cities, much less celebrities or heroes or things like that. Um, we bump into Jay Cutler at the gym. Not the football player. Yeah, the not body the football builder. player. The four-time Mr. Olympia. The real Jay Cutler. So, but it's cool because like he knew us. Um, we we had we had bumped into him at a gym before. Quit. Oh, back in sorry. November. I was talking to the dog. And... We had kept in touch through social media a little bit. And anyways, so what? Nothing. Oh. And so anyways, we see Jay at the gym. He speaks, talks, whatever. Starts chatting it up. Um, oh, before that, he started following me on Instagram. And I really had a freak out moment. Okay. <laughs> the dog is literally attacking me right now. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Oh, Lord. And she doesn't even go through the dog door. Anyways, so yeah, uh, I'm still very much one of those guys that just goes kind of, it's fascinating to me that a guy like Jay Cutler follows me on Instagram. My mind is freaking blown that Mr. Olympia follows me on Instagram. Yeah, nice, Uh, nice guy. And this is not a braggadocious I I hope that people understand that like this is a full blown OMG is that real type moment. Yeah. And I mean I don't when I say fanboyed it sounds it's, weird. It's fine. It's but true though. You legit fanboyed out. Like you it's just I it's it's cool to see that because there's people that get to a certain level and think really highly of themselves yeah. and like you know, you could have went the whole route of, well, why wouldn't he follow me and see, or whatever? And, and you were just ego. so excited. Like, you, you, because you called it, your parents. It blows my mind. It's like, <laughs> it was it's so like, why does like, anybody in the world care what I'm doing? Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, like, being humble is something that like I preach to younger guys that are starting in the business because I think it is, I think it, I think being good to other people and staying humble are the most important things you could possibly do as a human, you know, outside of just trying to be the best you and trying to and stay please real. God. Huh? And stay real. Yeah, that's it. And and so, yeah, it fascinates me that people follow us on Instagram. It fascinates me when somebody that I think that highly of. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look up to, I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just think it's awesome. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Anyways. Sorry. That was his highlight. My highlight was desert sunrise and sunsets with Matt and our hike. Me too. All this stuff and and seeing wild donkeys and... But getting to hang with Jay Cutler was a pretty close second. His was going to the gym with Jay Cutler. Anyway, so fast forward, we get home. There's that. We get home from Vegas. We survive a month in Vegas, which was 
Um, man, it, it blew by. It, it went so fast and so. The drive home, I swear, took longer than the month in Vegas. The last four hours. It was rough. The last four to five hours of the drive was the worst. Especially part. the last thirty seconds because you had to stop and pee. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> um, and then we were very. We knew we were supposed to go to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, but there was a lot of uncertainty about everything again. Um, same deal. It's eight hours from our house to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So we decided to drive. We drove up there and I met Lori. Do you remember Lori? And I know Lori's name because after she put me through the worst punishment of a COVID test I had ever received at this point, I asked her her name specifically so I could call her by name when I told her I hated her. Yeah, this one was rough. This one was, this one sucked. Like, it was the first time we got both nostrils. Yeah. At the same, like it, it one testing. And these ladies were in like full, like they looked like they were in like astronaut suits. Yeah. Like full hazmat gear. Like they were ready and they were not taking no for an answer. Mm-hmm. They were taking no prisoners. Like if you moved your head, they were holding on to your head and they were shoving that Q-tip up your nose. Like I Four. wish, I wish the social team was there to witness all these tough bull riders, all these tough bullfighters, all these big bad dudes crying and screaming Cody Webster, and fighting Cody these Webster old ladies. Yes. Like Cody's was hilarious. Jess Lockwood's was yeah. hilarious. Stetson. Stetson Lawrence was hilarious. Yours was hilarious. Just how funny it was to see y'all suffer through that and don't i i suffered you didn't video it but it was rough yeah i mean eyes were watering it immediately felt like my brain was falling out of my nose holes like burn nose running eyes watering it was torture so i had spent over a month telling people man those covid tests they're they're not as bad as everybody says they are i've got big nostrils and no i had never said i had big nostrils (laughs) you said that i just knew that I could like take a deep breath and and fully relax and get through those tests. There might be an armadillo outside. Burris is out there barking. Mean. Anyways, um, yeah, but this test was brutal. It hurt. It hurt really bad. We got through the test. We got through the weekend. I just knew I was gonna fail that one because she scraped my brain, yeah. and I'm like. There's something back there that they ain't going to like. Any way I was passing. Yeah, same. We all passed. Yeah, so eight for eight. Yep, seven for seven. You went to Guthrie without me once. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. But anyway, so so we're both perfect, knock on wood, on our COVID tests. Eight for eight. She's seven for seven. Got home from Sioux Falls. Oh, uh, got a phone call that said a friend of mine has... Had some family up there, going to introduce us to some of their friends. So we got to spend a couple hours with the governor of South Dakota, uh, Miss Noam, and her husband, who is awesome, good people. Really, really good people. We went and she was running her horse through the run mm-hmm. through because she rode the flag in Saturday. and She didn't ride the flag. She rode a horse and carried the flag. And... um. <laughs> And uh, her horse had not been around a flag or pyro. Mm-hmm. So we were testing all that and um, did great. And it turned out wonderful. Yeah, it was awesome. So got to spend, uh, got to spend a couple hours with the governor and her husband. Mm-hmm. And um, I was already a big fan because 
after watching the Fourth of July and her hosting President Trump and her speech. And I think we all know I kind of dig politics anyway, so I was kind of watching. You want to check on them just to make sure? Yeah, you keep talking. I'll be right. Um, but no, it, it was amazing, though, to see some just real, honest, hardworking people that cared about America and get to spend some time with them. And so it was, it was a joy. It was a highlight of the weekend. So right now, Megan has walked out to the deck. One dog is next to her. And it looks like she sees something, like there might actually be something in our yard. Or she's just killing time to not be on this podcast. Nope, nothing. So here she comes. Anyways, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, it was awesome. Congrats, Team Cooper Tires. Those of you that watched, you know the drill. They went undefeated. Everybody else uh, hopefully enjoyed it. What are you doing now? Oh, burst. <laughs> I have no idea where we stopped, but after about an hour long delay, <laughs> we, here we are. Um, did you? I don't know if y'all heard any of that. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I wish. I re- and people are going to listen to this and think, oh, no, it's not real. I wish. I really, you have no idea how bad I wish this was not reality. But for the second time in the history of this podcast, an unexpected interruption, and I would much rather it be a breastfeeding pause (laughs) than what happened this time. Well, I'm not going to give you a breastfeeding pause, but I went outside to check the dogs because they were barking, and it was because they found a skunk and got sprayed. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, we stopped the podcast because one of our dogs decided to get sprayed by a skunk. You know, I didn't have that happen before. I know. You came in looking all mad, and I said, what is wrong? And you're like, I've lived here for however many years and never I, got sprayed by yeah, skunk. Yeah, never had skunk smell just come traipsing through it's the It's like a whole room. different smell when it's straight out the skunk. I, You know what? <laughs> huh. I don't understand why there are skunks. See, we talked about this earlier. I think that was my God smack. Okay, well, Sorry, you know God. what I don't understand? I appreciate your creation. Please lottery. Don't. Win in the lottery. That's <laughs> what I don't, don't understand. Send this way. That's what I need is to win the lottery. Um, so anyways, moral <laughs> of the story is we stressed about a lot of things over the last few months. And I say we, we in particular, we stressed about a lot of things that now looking back are so trivial. Spending a month in Vegas, it could have been worse. Um and my my go-to was there are people that spend months at a time in foreign countries right. to protect us. Right. And so us spending a little time away from home was not a bad deal. And there were people that would have gladly went somewhere for Absolutely. a month to work because Absolutely. there's a lot of people that aren't working. So um, always try and find the positive. And man, I hope that nobody ever thinks other than I'm thinking about those people all day, every day. Those people that aren't working right now, whether they're in our industry or another industry. Like now I'm thinking about all of our friends that work in the fitness industry in California that now all of a sudden gyms are shut down. I'm thinking about all of our friends in different places that own restaurants and that's their livelihood or, or their 
you know, they, they own bars. Um, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to me that the world keeps shutting down. Didn't work the first time. I don't understand doing it again. Yeah. Um, they're, they're crashing the economy and I think there's, I think there's a lot more to it. Everybody's talking about there's more cases, there's more cases, there's more cases. But when you look at the reality of the situation, there are more cases, but it is still a highly successful rate that perseveres and gets through it. Um, the death rate is falling in most cases and the nuts and bolts of it is I I don't think we will ever know the exact number of cases that are a direct result of COVID-19. I don't I don't think they'll ever tell us the exact number of deaths that are directly related to instead of just cuz you hear so much about it's all being filed under COVID you know, if it was a heart attack or whatever. So anyways, um, I'm not going to dwell on it right now cause I'm not going to get super, uh, into that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's true. Just thinking about everybody, hoping everybody finds ways to stay positive. That's been kind of our little mantra all year really is. It was nice this last weekend. We got to see fans again and, yeah. and that meant family and friends could come yeah, um, even even so, the fans that we get to see from a distance. I know, like I spent some time just talking to people. They were in the stands, I was in the arena, but after the show, and I don't think people realize just how much a lot of us appreciate that, yeah. just taking the time to come say hi. I mean, it's one thing to buy a ticket and sit in the stands, but to go out of your way or to spend a few extra minutes after the show to come down and want to say hello. I know I don't speak for everybody because... Uh, I don't know if everybody feels the same way, but me personally, I truly, truly appreciate people taking their time just wanting to say hi. Yeah. Means a lot. Um, I appreciate you taking your time to do this. I'm not so sure I appreciate the dogs getting sprayed by a skunk in the middle of the podcast. I would either. like to note that when things like this happen, like they bring a turtle in or they poop in the on the floor, which they have not done yet, I don't think. Yeah, they did. They did once. Oh. On my good camo shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, Or they get sprayed by a skunk or whatever. They're my dogs. Yes. But when they're cute and fun and sitting on your lap and running through the field, they're our dogs. Well, they're not going to be my dogs tonight because no cuddling for the dogs. Um, Check my stories because I bet there will be. I bet not. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's been a good run. It's been a good month. It's been a good couple of months. Fans are back. We're going to go through the rest of the season. Just Where, wanted to take here. a time out here and kind of catch everybody up to speed on what's been happening in our lives because that, for some crazy reason, is something that people are are into. Yeah, we just wanted to kind of catch up a little bit. I hadn't been on here in a while, and so we just wanted to kind of chat and see... Um, kind of catch up on our adventures. All right. I'm going to go through quick little uh, questions. We put it out on social media the other day. We was oh, okay. Q&A, and we decided to just answer some questions here on the podcast. So um, here's a question. Donna wants to know how long have y'all been dating? If you go back and listen to one of the earlier episodes where we start talking about that, we, we kind of tell the whole story. 
And the uh, when's our anniversary? So the next question is, how was know, the y'all. event in Sioux Falls? We kind of talked about it. It was great. People, yeah, and, and people are going to look at that arena and they're going to see a half full arena. Uh, our parent company that owns the PBR Endeavor will only allow us to sell 50% capacity. So that is why there was empty seats in the arena. I think other than that, I think I think the state of South Dakota was ready for us to, to sell at max capacity. And I think if given the opportunity, we would have done that. Uh, biggest relationship annoyance. Ooh, that's weird because we actually kind of talked about that today a little bit. Um, it wasn't an, an annoyance. It was, I mean, okay. Is is there something you, if you could change something about me, we'll, we'll put it like that. What would it be? <laughs> um, if I could change anything about Matthew, it would be that he is a putter offer. A lot of people would say procrastinator. Um, he like famous last words. Oh, I can do that later. I'm bad about doing it with this podcast and I hate that because yeah. I really enjoy this podcast. Like I'll say, I've why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Oh, I'll, oh, I'll do that later. Or I was planning on doing that Friday or I was going to do it. This, and I'm like, why wait? Yeah. Why wait? Um, what's mine? I don't remember what I said today. <laughs> I do. What was it? That I spend too much time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you focus too much time on um, certain things in life I, that I think could be, you know, I, I just think you could spend your time different. Um, but for the purpose of this conversation, I'll say it like this. There's times when we're in the gym that I look at you and you're busting your ass and I'm so incredibly motivated by you and i think that you just you underestimate how much potential you have to be even better than you are already and i think sometimes you let yourself just kind of float through instead of going in and and just kicking ass every time okay. i do the same thing no I, and i mean that because like if you remember we were at the lift factory and i was like just in awe of how hard you were working at, at times and like how good you do things. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, let's, okay. So I knew this question was going to come up on the mask situation. Um, there's a lot of positive. There's a lot of negative conversation about it. Where do I stand on it? And I'll just take this one. I won't even put you in the line of fire if you don't want to. But personally, um, I wear a mask when I am required to wear a mask at events because it is protocol for our opportunity to continue to pay our bills and to continue to um, to survive. I wear a mask at work because it gives me a chance to work. I do not wear a mask at home or at the gym or around my parents who also choose not to. Um and everybody will say, well, there's science to prove this. There's, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not getting on a soapbox. Yeah, you but, are. I, but no, I'm really not. But there is science to prove anybody's narrative, period. 
That's not a that's not a Republican Democrat thing, conservative liberal. That is a reality thing because you can get on the internet right now and you can find statistics and you can find articles to back up anything you want to say about it. So, um, my personal choice is I don't choose to wear a mask in my day to day life. That's my personal choice. Um, yeah. And if my parents are okay doing that, then I'm okay doing that. If the people in my gym are okay with that, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't like wearing a mask because yeah, I get claustrophobic. I, I don't, I don't know that I believe some of the things people are saying, and that's just my personal choice. Don't come at me, bro. Okay. I don't want to hear it. That's my personal choice has nothing to do with anything else. And the question was, what's my opinion? So, uh, let's go to another one. What's each of your go-to Sonic food order, which is awesome because on the way home from Sioux Falls, we had our last little Sonic trip for a while. So what's yours? Well, the only thing I ever get at Sonic is a uh, number one mm-hmm. with cheese, no sauce, and a diet Dr. Pepper with French fries, and then I take half the bun off, and I will eat that all day, every day. Uh, my go-to is always a number one or a number two, just a regular Sonic cheeseburger and onion rings. I love onion rings. If I'm if I'm gonna splurge and get a pop, it's gonna be a root beer, but if not, it's typically just a water. So. Uh, PBR is coming back. How much you bench? Uh, how much do you think you can bench? Me? Yeah. Uh, I think I benched. Where was, were we at Lift Factory or no? I don't know. I don't Maybe golds or something. You know, I go to those gyms and I feel like super motivated. Then I start bench pressing like whatever. Um, I don't know. Maybe 30 pounds. <laughs> you want to, let's, let's bench tomorrow. Okay. Well, we'll, I bet you can do 225. What? We'll try it. I'll put it on the gram. Okay. Okay. Um, last one. Besides the one where you live, what is your favorite state? My boy Chris, uh, who's amazing photographer, at Fro Your Mind on Instagram. I know he sends me pictures he's, of you all the time, and I love it. He's such a good guy. Such a good guy. Um, outside of where we live, what's your favorite state? Texas. Really? I just always felt like home there. Before the last couple of weeks, before Governor decided to do a 180 and start shutting stuff down again, mm, mm-hmm. is what you meant, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I haven't been All there right. since then. No, uh, when I was a kid, like Texas was always cool because of how prideful they are in their state. Yeah. And I was just, I, I don't know, I was attracted to that. I think that when somebody has that much pride in your state, I think if people had that much pride in our country, which they should every day be that that proud of the country we live in because I don't care what you say, all the negative spin you can put on this country, it's still the greatest. There's still so much more opportunity here for all of us, no matter what walk of life you come from. There's more opportunity for you here than there is anywhere else in the world. And I think we should be grateful for that. That being said, Texas, I like the way they're 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 proud of their state. I think North Carolina is maybe the most beautiful little tucked away spot ever. I love Tennessee. Um, Pick I told, one. I, I love South Dakota. Oh Lord. Um, We're just gonna name all the states. And then I love Florida. 
I love the beach in Florida. Okay. But if I had to if I had to pick one, if I had to pick one to live in, it would probably be North Carolina cuz I feel like we could hide there and like find a little spot in the hills or the mountains and just kind of You don't think we could hide in Texas? Mm. I don't know. It'd let's be tougher. Tr- let's try. No. I'm I'm <laughs> okay. pretty content on Oklahoma. No, I love, the, I love this spot. I I just can't imagine being anywhere else. Um, anything else before we kind of wrap this up? That's all the questions you got? That's I mean, there were there was a few, but those are the ones that we haven't already kind of answered in the conversation or we haven't talked a lot about. We talked about Vegas, we talked about Sioux Falls, talked a little bit about the great mask debate of twenty twenty. Um, talked about you wanna just dive into politics? We can. No. Maybe the next episode. We not, we got interrupted. Not with me. By a skunk spraying. I mean, really, what else can you ask for? Pretty much nailed it. Right? Yes. Okay. You have not changed your Instagram handle. It is still at Megan with a thousand underscores, blah 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 bitty blah. What is it? You don't know it yet. It's like phone numbers. It's in the phone. Why do I need to know it? Rude. What is it? At Megan underscore Richards underscore underscore. Mm-hmm. At Megan. M-E-G-A-N underscore, underscore Richards. R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S underscore underscore. Okay. underscore, underscore. All right. I'm Matt L. West on all forms of social media. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope everybody is waking up in the morning and find a reason to smile before your feet hit the floor and finding little small victories, finding little joys throughout the day. Um, our joy today was our dog got sprayed by a skunk. No, that was not our joy, but we'll file it away as a life experience that we'll always remember. And you guys were all here to be a part of it. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening and you made it this far in the podcast, <laughs> God uh, bless you. <laughs> God bless you. And yes. and I mean that wholeheartedly. You guys will never ever understand how much I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to we're listen. A mess to me ramble about God knows what, but I love you for it. So thank you. Um, Don't forget social media. We're going to do it again. I promise I'm going to be more regular on these podcasts. Keep hitting me up with ideas. Keep hitting that uh, rating button. Keep hitting the subscribe button if you haven't already. I keep talking about the YouTube channel. It's coming. I promise it's coming. Like I what 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 does that look for? I was just I was just gonna throw in my little remember how I said he's a, I'll do that later. I promise the YouTube channel's coming and I will assure you We should have filmed it, it tonight. Y'all would have seen the great skunk hunk hunt well, you of twenty twenty. I'm sure there will be other adventures in the life of Megan and Matt. <laughs> but for now, That's all we got. We will bid you farewell. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget, every day is an opportunity to get better. Be better tomorrow than you are today. Peace. (laughs) Bye.